we became friends and how we oh, we're talking about flowed. our friendships i was talking about specifically our friendship well ours is an example of like yeah, how friendships true. ebb and flow like yes, for sure. and that's okay like mm-hmm. i think people have this weird feeling that like friends for life and it's like mm-hmm. like my girl and we get mood rings and cut <laughs> each other's flesh and mix our blood and, and oh, we're in dear it, you know life that's not really yep like everybody had there's seasons to friendship and that's really important to yeah just to know i I actually wish that i knew that when i was younger because i had this sort of flat line expectation of of all friends i didn't have a lot of friends until we finally settled in maine we moved about a dozen times before i was eight and can't even imagine very nomadic right um she must have moved twice in one school year Oh, yeah, multiple times. But, so, but that was when you were homeschooled almost yeah. exclusively. Mm-hmm. No, okay. exclusively for exclusively. sure. So, did you ever go to a school until you came to Winnipeg? No. <gasps> wow. No. Yeah. Well, your it was welcome just... wagon was adorable and perky. It was. <laughs> That's right. Uh, which explains the look of terror on my face it does now because your look of terror is something that's permanently etched in my head yeah sweet girl i didn't really know Poor i baby mean Rach. we're very insular family times in that almost a decade not i don't think by choice i think it was well your mom's different. not an uber extrovert so it's not like she went to find she open with gyms. Six kids in nine yeah. years yeah so in that she was like pregnant or nursing a baby in most of those moves and we were it was just I don't know like I'm not sure why there was so much moving but I think poverty was part of it my dad had he was a carpenter and a creator and he was a pastor and he was I don't even I don't really know the reason behind a lot of the moves I just my my memory was that I have so many different memories of being in different places and I remember thinking we were in we the longest we were in my little childhood anywhere was three years and I remember thinking that that was a lifetime to be in a place for three years we were in one place and I was like that's a long time it's not (laughs) it's not a long time especially when you're trying to move a whole family so um my mom gets mad props for just being able to do that I guess and my dad too like to be able to move lots of little kids and your whole life from one not only one place but in many cases one state to another so it was kind of a strange way to start and I didn't have any friends I remember my one I remember this one girl who befriended me in one particular little place that we lived for only a few months um in sort of a suburban uh we were we were like house sitting basically for someone I mean we weren't there for I think just a season and I became friends with this little girl and we would meet at the corner of the street like that was our little meeting place I'll, I'll meet you here tomorrow we would meet at the corner by the stop sign and it was within I think it was within eyesight of the house so like my mom it wasn't like we were Yellow like city of New York right we weren't doing that at all um but I just remember that's where we would meet and she had that was my that's my only memory of a friend for my first eight years 
Yeah. So well, that and I that at that and and the church that we went to when I was six years old, there was a boy that I was really cute, and I actually tried to kiss him when I was only six Get years it. old. I was, I was like rearing to go when I was very very little. I had a crush on all the boys, especially this one boy, and I like plotted how to get him in this dark basement Rachel. during like a like a church gathering of some sort and tried to plant one on him and we were found out just before that kiss and I was really upset <laughs> so then I was trying from then on to get into another situation where he might kiss me for a while so at six uh, at six years old so all the girl you know for those of you who have girls and you're they're already you know writing love notes and stuff like that that was definitely me so if you haven't figured out what we're talking today about is friendship <laughs> friendship spinship friendship um yeah. and the the waves the road that is friendship right like yeah we the roller of, coaster even yeah about how you know types of friendships what is a friendship how do you establish good friendships and we kind of are jokingly using our friendship as a as a guide because we have been friends since we were eight years old um and Rachel moved to my little town that I had just moved into so it, it was fifth grade right it was Mrs. yeah Mrs. I don't know that I was grade. eight I don't, I don't maybe we chanced to meet no I met you in fifth grade so it was a little bit grade? older than that I don't know. How old are we in fifth grade? Ten? How old is Henry? Uh, 12-ish? 11, 12? I don't know. No. No, it's younger than that. Okay, yeah, you're six. You're five in kindergarten. Six in first. <laughs> seven in second. Eight in third. Fourth. Fifth. So, yeah, ten. So, you must have been ten. Yeah. I was a little bit older, I think. Me too, because I stayed back. So we were okay. 11. Yeah. So, oh my that gosh, I right. just crushed a dream. I thought we'd been friends since we were eight, but we've been friends since uh, we were 11. I mean, uh, it feels like time. eight. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, how <laughs> many people have been friends with someone since they were 11? Yeah. Um, a very long time. So, I guess that we met, you were homeschooled, and you had to come in for testing. Mm-hmm. No, that's how we met each other. It was You weren't even in Mrs. Foss's class yet. I don't remember meeting you until the milk. I'm sure you remember me because I was like this homely little kid that came in to do testing and I was a weirdo. Who's that girl? I don't remember meeting anybody then. But that's when I was asked so you traumatizing. to do the milk. No, we were in Mrs. Faust's class then. Were we? Okay. Yeah. See, people, this is what happens when you get old. So I <laughs> had forget. the milk duty. I got to pick a friend. And this is how old we are also because we were getting milk, milk. not chocolate milk. White milk in little milk cartons, the little tiny ones in a milk crate. Uh, and free milk, everyone got it. Everybody got milk. It was like a government issued milk, (laughs) government (laughs) probably laced with who knows what fluoride, the the polio vaccination. I don't know (laughs) how old are we, not that old, but and it would sit every day, people would pair up so that each kid would. One one would hold one side of the crate and the other would hold the other yes. side because it would get filled up with all these little cartons mm-hmm. of milk. It was my turn. And I got paired with Amber and I'm, I don't think I said a word. You did not. Uh, I used all the words. Hi, I'm Amber. We're going to be best friends. Oh, hi. Uh, 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 like, I got you. You're going to have so much fun. At that time, I was so... 
paralyzing the introverted or maybe it was other reasons but I've now looking back I'm guessing it was part of the introversion <laughs> I was the type of person who could forget my own name yeah it, it, in a situation you could be like what's your name and I'd be like uh one time my dad was we he was a pastor at the time and like we we were we would do rounds at different churches and I remember he, he used to line us up oldest to youngest and then we would go down the row saying our names and I when it got to me I said my name was Joshua Dickinson which is my brother's name and he had just said his name and so I just repeated what he said and everybody laughed at me and I was so embarrassed and I was just like stupid 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 <laughs> I'm Rachel I'm Rachel and I was like you know and they're like oh she's witty and I was like no I just actually forgot my own name and so I just used whatever I just last heard which was a boy's name and uh, anyway it, I so I was so petrified of uh, human interaction at the time. And then Amber, who was the opposite, she's like, hey, we can be best friends. And yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. Although uh, my heart's cry at, the, at that time was actually a relief to have anyone that wanted to be my friend. Yeah. Because I, I didn't know, I didn't really have that skill uh, as it were. And, and then the cool thing was is that you live, we live a mile away from each other. So right. yeah. your family house in the house that I grew up in is less than a mile away. So you're at the yeah. corner of one road and I'm a mile down the next road, the road that's parallel to the road that you grew up on. Yeah. So I yeah. did come and yeah. I rode my bike because Yeah, we were I was fast friends. Me because I didn't have any friends. And Amber <laughs> because she was a great was like, person at making friends. She was, you were friends with Everybody, everybody and anybody yeah. and yeah it was pretty you were just a good social person I've always been social people I've always been yeah. social so yeah and so I started um coming to your house and having dinner I changed Hannah's diapers I um, <laughs> my baby sister <laughs> yep the, I mean I was like I was in I was just completely in and we were fast friends all the way th- then you went to PCS one year yeah which is a small private school where and our kids go now actually but it was just for one year. Right. And then that was your seventh grade year. So we did two years. And then, but I didn't see you much then because it right. wasn't like we had, yeah. our families weren't friends. No. It was just me riding my bike. So I rode my bike <laughs> a couple times to your house then. Yeah. Um, and I would never let you come to my house. Uh, I'd always That's go to such yours. a blur. I don't remember. And any. then um, yeah. you came back to, to, back to our public school yeah. in eighth grade. And then we were fast friends through eighth grade bestest to bests through high school for sure well and then my freshman year we kind of went different tracks like I was into sports remember I was like you're a cheerleader and you went right into the artsy fartsy scene (laughs) wasn't like they went to the scene that's just that was so who I was (laughs) so I we didn't see each other much freshman year because I was all in the slurry blurry of it yeah we had all very similar friends though although you were in more in with the more popular kids you know, That's like right. the top tier, if you will, oh, I than I was. Tier. I wasn't not friends with them. No. I just wasn't close with them. And then my sophomore year, that kind of started. I We definitely stayed close friends. And then my junior year is when I accepted Christ. Hmm. And that's when it was, I was all in. Mm-hmm. And I gave up cheerleading. And I, again, not in a bad way. It was just it was yeah. a calling in my own heart. And then we were pretty much inseparable our junior and senior years. Yep. And then and you then, went to college. Yes. I started working and dating Kurt 
well, when I was 17, so junior year, but uh, our relationship serious. got, well, and I got engaged. Yeah. And we were both just working really hard so that we could get married as soon as we could. And uh, that whole four whole years, we barely we, we did see each other now and then, but just now church. and then. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember being like, I knew you were dancing. I went to some of your dance you did come recitals and stuff. And I remember being like so impressed. Um, Aw, rage. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, just even that you went to college because I, <laughs> I didn't do that. And but Kurt, that's when you neither met Kurt Amy. and I did go to college. So our world was, we just, we were young to get married, young to start just full into the workforce because neither one of us went to, like Kurt got hired into the hacking industry yeah. and computer security back when it was just becoming a thing. Right, and so he, he was very was blessed cool. to get a job that used his natural abilities with computer science from for, being a teenager for yeah before needing com- a degree so, right. yeah, so <laughs> now we, he needs the degree and he's back in school so we yeah. so again super super close like every single day we were together mm-hmm. in high school to a good Hardly four years and that was ever. hard for our friendship because yeah i remember you well first you didn't believe i was dating peter <laughs> I was in such a denial that she was even, I was like, that can't be true. And it it was also a struggle because when we were in high school, I really, I was a really young Christian. And so Rachel was a person that I really kind of relied on for all my wisdom and advice. And when I went to college, I became much more independent and was like involved with other Christians. And and I remember a couple of good drag, knockout, drag out fuzz fights between us for sure uh, i remember the one on forest avenue at the park oh yeah we were screaming obscenities at each other yeah because we were friends like because it was a change in our relationship i don't even remember what was it about i don't either (laughs) which is so good is that so good it was like the kind of thing you'd see in like an inner city or like a oh yeah jerry springer show we were taking our earrings off we were going at it we were fisticuffing it cat fighting (laughs) we weren't really hitting each other but we were everything but we were verbally hitting each other and we were screaming i think it was again a lot of those fights were almost always about how we fit in each other's lives and how our friendship Mm. fit because there was such a such a a gap a gap there well and i think for you i'm going to speak for you and you can correct me if i'm wrong i think that (laughs) it it must have been hard for you or maybe i'll just ask you you made a lot of other friends then right and and you called some of them your best friends and well, and I also had grown in my faith outside of you and your family. Right. Yes. And I think that was really hard for you. It for would have sure. been yeah. hard for me because I mm. I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't burp without asking you first. <laughs> like I didn't you know what I mean? And then all okay? of a sudden <laughs> I was involved. I lived with a bunch of Christian girls in a house and we Yeah. did Bible studies and I was I was growing in yeah. independence. I was not very like I mean, Rachel's family was my safe space. Like, it was what I think in a lot of ways saved my life um, from... Which is hilarious because growing up, my family felt dysfunctional, but it really wasn't compared to yours. And it wasn't really. It was just normal family stuff that everybody goes through and looks back and is like, my family was so dysfunctional. It's like, well... Not really, not really, not really, not if you held it up against true dysfunction or abuse right. or neglect or all the things, yeah. um, but no. So I think that was a, that was a hard dynamic because I, 
I'm not joking. Like I had my own bed at your house and or I just slept with you like we mm-hmm. that sounds creepy but it wasn't like that. I had chores. I had mm-hmm. you know I was <laughs> you slept a pleasure for warmth because there was no heat in my bedroom. No, and... that was true. <laughs> like I had a car and um, That's right. You had the car. <laughs> I had, and I mean and there was times where like cuz Mama D didn't drive so like I was the ride for like a lot of the Dickinson kids. All of the Dickinson kids. Yeah. Um, Dart. D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. My car. <laughs> Nissan Central hatchback that I brought Emma home in the hospital in. And I had oh like. Oh my gosh, you're right. And so like, you know, so like there was a huge. And so I think friendships, as they change and morph, there is like, there is a roller coaster. And so I think that was probably our hardest of mm. that, you know, mm-hmm. for a long time, it was a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. where you were the higher tier of our friendship you were who was the wisest and I think that might have been partly why we were yelling at each other I I, I think you're right you were, I was the advice giver and the one you were leaning on and, you, and then all and of I, a sudden you, I wasn't that. Like that and you and I, or I didn't even know how to be anything else right and so you kept or, or I don't I don't remember either but I remember that being a Attention. huge almost broke our friendship yeah because it was like yep I agree it, it, because I was like, can you just be my friend and stop telling me what to do? Yeah. Can you? Right. Well, I'm seeing something in your life that I don't like. And yeah. maybe you should do this. And you'd be like, excuse me, you don't give me advice. Yeah. Like, I don't remember, but I'm sure that I, there that's was what that I'm tension. sensing it was about. I don't yeah. remember either. Praise yeah. the Lord. That grace. <laughs> and then. Um, it seems so incidental now. It was hard. I remember, I remember crying a lot thinking. I like, didn't know about you with, with your. Um, uh, I want to say anxiety with your anorexia. I didn't know yep. about that I, until yeah. after. Yep. Until and after I, it was when all. When I ended up. I remember you saying that you only ate a bagel and there being a, a flag on the field there. I couldn't really talk because leading up to my marriage, I was really, really Thin. Uh, underweight. Actually, a little bit. Weighed. Not way underweight, but like underweight because I had more not um anorexia so much but like sort of that body dysmorphic disorder where it's like you look down at tiny legs but they look big yeah and like well, that's and I how also I felt think about you were myself so stressed out about your skin yeah and you were all about and Kurt was going through all this Crohn's stuff and so like you were so about like food being he- so like you would only eat mm-hmm. like super duper clean food and little small portions and yeah, my, I already had tummy issues then. I already had, like, stress in my guts. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard to... And so you were... Yeah. That was a, something that you struggled with. Yeah, so we really kind of um, separated for four years where literally we only saw each other at church mm-hmm. and Dear Wonder. Or at events where our friends were mm-hmm. the same. I don't remember how that all played out, but I remember seeing you not seeing you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. even the times where I did see you... Again, you had made a lot of other close friends, whereas I hadn't. Mm-hmm. I had just still had all the same people Amy, in my life. Amy, you got Amy out of that deal. That's true. <laughs> well, once we got married, yep, I did get Amy. And she takes the place of about 50 people. She does. So. She's, like, she's a lot. Um, so, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she was yeah. so, like, I think she brought fun back. Yeah. And then our friends Joel and Maya moved is that I feel like that's kind of they were like our healing bomb and I yeah. well I got married that's true it connected a lot of our friends together you got married the first one year and then Peter and I went to the wedding and then the next year Peter and I got married and I remember you came home from Deer Wonder early and helped take 
get me ready yeah. and help me do all my flowers. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we did, you know. Somehow I still was your second maid of honor. Yeah, or my you, ma- your maid you were of, there, I can't right remember. Yeah. You hated the dress I made you wear. <laughs> well, I hate weddings anyway. I know. So. <laughs> and, but you were good about it. You were a good sport. You wore the dress. We did the thing. I and sang then, too, I think. You did. You and Ra- you and Beth sang at my wedding. Yeah. A, yeah. And um and then we definitely we were both married and that kind of brought us together cuz mm. like we were both young married together and I was still close with the family in the sense of like mm-hmm. we were married but Josh and Johnny were still in high school and Sarah and Hannah were still in high school and so like we would go to Josh and John's games me and Peter would come out mm-hmm. and we started doing that and then when we started having kids you came back in full force and you were the only one who took care of me one of the only ones who took care of mm. me until I had my own but that was many years later right so that you're was Emma Emma I remember I remember feeling so sad when I had Sam on your front on the front with our friendship alone because I couldn't do be the Aunt Ray Ray that I had been to Emma and yeah. Izzy and feeling very estranged from Thomas yeah because our kids are four days her your oldest and my youngest are four days right. apart right let's say that again her youngest yep so my and fourth my child, oldest my fourth child and your first child are the four same. days apart right so that that is the same the, due date yes that was the huge gap that happened and so she was a seasoned mama I'm just starting out I was the most neurotic I was the have... opposite of the mother that I thought I was going to be I was so I had like instead of postpartum depression I had postpartum OCD anxiety OCD where mm-hmm. I would not put my baby down yeah and that's a real thing it's real it <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't let anybody else take care of him. I'd let them hold him, but I wouldn't let anybody else like take care of him. Change a diaper. I didn't even believe that anybody else could. I thought no one else can take care of my baby except for me, which was very unhealthy because I became like the sole life giver in my head to my baby, which, which was so exhausting. Mm Mm-hmm. There, that's not you. that's not sustainable it, it really broke a lot of things thankfully god helped me to be in a different place by the time henry came out and i was ready to be a little bit more of a even keeled yeah mother but yeah but, but because when you had so you were over at my house probably once a week yeah all emma izzy and Parker's especially life. emma yep emma in particular. a little less izzy a little less parker and then i wasn't able and then when you had thomas i remember the, your mothering styles and mine c- hit each other right in like this totally yeah. different place because I was you were uber relaxed and I was uber uptight right and so, so that didn't do I did there so the and I remember being terrified of your 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 babies were movers and my babies were more like well not I mean Sam was a mover but like there was just something about the your your babies were fearless yeah i had no and i felt terrified that my babies were gonna get my kids were gonna kill her yeah Yeah. let's be honest but she thought the same thing of the booker kids too though Uh, there was a season of time where amy where jesse was such a and it's hilarious because now him and stam are so close but for a season for a season and this i think this speaks to friendships yeah for a season we couldn't co-mother I, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. I was like, we kept trying to do playdates, and I just was, I was worried about my kid. I like, I and it wasn't. It was stressful, right? And there were certain things where, 
I thought something was dangerous and this other person didn't. And so, I, but it, it really, stra- that strained my heart. Yeah. Like it, it made it so that I was like, did I don't know Did you have any friends? No, I don't mean that jokingly, but did you have any mom friends? Because I know you were really. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I got close with Shannon. Yep. Uh, are... Who is similar in more of a, a homebody mothering. I was really close with Amy, but the, there was a season. Right. There was yeah. a season where. Every time we got together, Jesse would like knock Sam out with like a toy in his head or something, and it was it was not cruel. It was literally just right. I I was he he was um he was a bull in a china shop. He still is. We love him. Right, and and your kids were similar. Where oh, it's yeah. like if they're in the room, they're running full tilt. They might hit stuff and They'll bump climb into on the it. Table. They have a high shape. pain threshold, and my kids had a low pain threshold, and I have a, a low pain, pain threshold for my kids. Yeah. I don't want them to feel pain. I don't want them to, you know, like that's the kind of nervous baby and toddler mother that I was. Do I like that I was that way? No. I I, I don't know if other people have the same experience. I was like, I didn't feel like I could choose. No. No. And I think that's really important because, again, it was another ebb. So you yeah. were so in my life and then you were you disappeared again. I mourned it, though. I, I remember yeah. mourning when the the – I was I was sad that Thomas wasn't going to love me the way your other kids did. Yeah, um, he does though. I know. Well, I I, I think Praise now. Him. Yeah. But I when they're little, I just remember being like, I just felt like this this right. loyalty right to you that I couldn't now not fulfill because I had my own baby and yeah. but that really was I was mourning that like a death of some sort it where was I was really like, hard I felt like I was betraying you. I felt like I was letting you down. I felt like. Um, I'm not oh, I'm no age. longer coming so over sad. to make you a cup of tea and sweep your floor and like hold your baby you held a lot I'm of betraying I, I'm letting you down even though right. I was drowning and with baby. my own baby and if that makes you feel better I did not feel that way at all no I I know that about you oh, now God. and I remember your husband said the sweetest thing Aww. once to me in a season that I was very stressed out I one one baby Kurt and I waited eight years to have our first and I thought I never wanted kids mm-hmm. I had I was the oldest of six and I told You'd everybody I already other. raised my kids <laughs> not the same thing but I felt like it was at the time and I was just young and I didn't know but God moved in my heart long story short and I did want children but where was I going with this Peter said something oh, sweet to you okay so one child though I thought before I had Sam before he came out even up to the last hour, that my baby was going to fit into my world. Mm-hmm. It was going to be an addition to all the things that I already You're did. You're so cute. I know. I'm so, like, how could I ever think that? Even all the things people said about being a parent. A lot of it doesn't go in and settle anywhere until you are a parent. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I remember people saying this, that this is the way this is. But <laughs> now I believe you. Um, uh, that was me, 100%. It just was like... I wasn't going in anywhere. And so when I had Sam, I felt like I was really, really drowning physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, I was unstable for a good long time. Um, And the second he was born, I was the opposite as a mother of the person I thought I was. I thought I was going to be relaxed. I was uptight. I thought I was going to be, oh, it's fine. I wasn't. I was like, it's not fine. Nothing is fine. You know, and then I remember um, telling Peter, Peter, how are you doing? And I remember I was like, I'm having a really hard time. 
I was like, but, and then I said, but nothing, it's not hard compared to you guys. Like you guys have four little ones and I've got only one. So it's, he's like, no, don't do that. He's like, don't diminish your feelings and compare them. He's like, that's not, it was just very sweet. He literally stopped me and he was like, don't do that. He's like, He's a good guy. you feeling overwhelmed is totally valid for you. If mm-hmm. one is overwhelming for you, that is your reality. And that, that has worth. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that your suffering is less valuable or has less worth mm-hmm. than ours. Yes, we are also overwhelmed and we have really hard days with our four children under the age of six five. or what or five. five four and five right I was like that don't was do it, overwhelming don't do but he's like but don't compare you are yeah, overwhelming to our overwhelming mm-hmm. and he's like your feelings matter just the way you are and in your life with your capacity and and you know I struggle with anxiety and I did my, my whole adult life and and very much through having children little children um the thresholds of everyone is very different. So my threshold, just in general, I mean, although of course it depends on what we're talking about because your threshold, for example, for physical abuse is way down here because you experienced it mm-hmm. and I didn't experience it. So my threshold feels higher. Right. It's really just that there wasn't a pain point there for me. But my threshold for stress and anxiety causing right. things, which basically is having a baby and a toddler every day, <laughs> to some extent um it was way way down mine was way way down and and again here I am trying to compare them but it's it that's why you can't compare them because not only are your situations different but your thresholds are different and ever and it's like and and yours has where it was just very very kind I have never forgotten it I have applied that to many other situations in my life where it's like the most loving things that we can do to other people is treat them the same like as if where they're what's at. that what's that quote that I love where it's like be kind because you never know what other people what battles other people are fighting and everyone is fighting some yep. kind of a battle whether it's seen or unseen or physical or emotional or mental or family related or job related or finances or heart space spiritually like we're all fighting some kind of battle and we all whether or not we deserve it and we don't deserve it we all need kindness and love and to be treated as a human. And there's basic human rights. Right. And if we treat each other as if we have those, gosh, the world would be such a better place. And I feel like that's something we, we should all strive to get back to where it's like, no, don't do that. Don't, don't compare. Don't compare, don't compare your, your pain, pain and... to my pain. Right. It might look like it's not as much or whatever but it's it still has just the same amount of worth and value and hurt for you if, yeah. the, if that's hurting you then it's then hurting you it's hurting you <laughs> that's that's your reality yeah um and I think that it and so as our kids started growing up you def we definitely reconnected and we and did and our kids connected and now they're besties all over the place all over um, the place all of them all of them uh, without exception and your bigs are friends with my little and and there's I know. so much Emma, honor Mustang there Sally and Kira's your oldest and my youngest are besties, besties. yep <laughs> I texted her the other day and I was like hey just remember reminding you that it's Henry's birthday and she's like on it so oh. I guess she sent him something yeah yep 
they're they're just cut from similar cloth but I love that that God reconnected and he re- reconnected us with Amy as well like there there was the ebb and there was the flow and there was an ebb and flow and, and sometimes think- it was coming in hot and other times it was just more like the day-to-day yeah life um, we're gonna wrap this one up for today and then we're gonna finish friendship next week perfect see you later bye, bye. Hello. Hello.